Well, hey everyone, and welcome to episode number 37 of Your Questions, God's Questions. And uh, today we're going to look at another one of the questions that Jesus had for people, and it kind of transcends through the ages right to us. Uh, but before we get there, I just have an announcement for you, something new that is coming. I'll put it on the screen here. On the 9th of September, our church is going to be starting an online Alpha course. And Alpha is a, a series of very, very well-produced uh, videos that explore uh, the meaning of life and hope and faith and God and uh, the overall Christian message. And uh, it's a great, great success and um, great tool for introducing people uh, to Christianity, and maybe you're a Christian already, it's still a great tool for you to grow. If you have friends, relatives, family members, colleagues, schoolmates, teammates, uh, and you're looking for a way to to help them understand what Christianity is, but you're not the teacher, uh, you're just there kind of with them, or you invite them, uh, then Alpha is a, is a fantastic tool for you. It's going to be all online, so people can join from the comfort of their homes or wherever they are just using the Internet and the Zoom platform. Uh, any question, any opinion that people have is welcome. And what happens is, is people grow together. And each week as we meet, uh, people begin to get to know one another and begin to develop friendships even, even uh, through the Internet. Uh, so we're going to start the 9th of September, Wednesday nights, 7 o'clock, just a one-hour meeting, and uh, you will really, really enjoy the Alpha course to join. Very, very easy. Just text the key phrase AlphaQC to 514-900-0130, and I'll be able to follow up your interest that way. There's no obligation if you text that message, but it gives me a chance to connect with you and uh, tell you more about the course, okay? So today, uh, we're looking into uh, Matthew chapter 12, and this is also a story that you'll see in Mark and Luke as well. It is a bit of a difficult story to understand, uh, but uh, it's in Matthew chapter 12. We'll break it down a little bit here, and the question that Jesus asks that we want to center in on is, haven't you read? Haven't you read? Very direct. So what's going on here is that there's a Sabbath day and uh, Jesus is going through the grain fields. and But he's doing this on the Sabbath. Hmm. His disciples are hungry and they begin to pick some of the heads of grain and eat them on the Sabbath. The Pharisees, the ultra-religious, orthodox Jewish elite who know the law, the first five books of Moses, like the back of their hand, who know the Old Testament, like the back of their hand. They see this, and they say to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. You are breaking the law of Moses. We have you now. And Jesus answers with this question, Haven't you read and he cites two examples. They're a bit difficult to understand. Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. You can read about this in 1 Samuel 21. Specifically, it is Jesus who uh, goes into the temple, it is not uh, the men 
but that's inferred by what Jesus is saying. And indeed, uh, they eat the consecrated bread, which was meant for the, the purposes of the house of God. And verse 5, or haven't you read in the law that, and this is in uh, the book of Numbers, I think, in the law that the priests on Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent. Now, if in the book of Numbers, uh, we're not talking about the temple yet. We're talking about the tabernacle. But in any case, same principle applies. I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean from the book of Hosea, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. You would not have condemned the innocent, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Haven't you read? This is a religious debate that Jesus is in with these folks. And they think that they have him up against a corner and he flips the tables on them with a couple of obscure examples uh, that in his view they should know. One is of David and you can read it yourself in 1 Samuel 21 and he does uh, get that consecrated bread to eat which was technically a violation of the law. And the second one is the general duties of the priesthood on the Sabbath day. And Jesus is saying in the law itself, they are they are actually breaking it. And we have examples of this. One of them is in the book of Numbers. It says the t- kinds of sacrifices that the priesthood would participate in. So, uh, and then he says, I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. What's going on? Well, this is Matthew's gospel. And this little phrase is uh, is something that Matthew is mentioning because he mentions, he's writing to a Jewish audience. In, in their culture and context, the priesthood who served in the temple, um, they could get away with preparing sacrifices and so on and doing work of that nature on the Sabbath in two ways. One of them, and we see this in the Hebrew commentaries, uh, the ancient ones, is that uh, if they did it on the eve of the Sabbath, and it was for their priestly duties. It was they they could do it without uh, uh, desecrating the Sabbath. The other was if it was in the for the temple itself and doing things for the worship and for the temple services, then they could be exempted from this idea of violation of the Sabbath. And so this is what the Pharisees are picking on. They're saying, ah. You are in the grain fields. These men are not priests. You're not in the temple. So therefore, you are in violation of the law. This is very smart. And they seemingly have him up against a corner, but they don't realize who they're dealing with. And so he says, haven't you read? Oftentimes, we today even can approach the Bible and claim to know the Bible, but what we're doing is we're imposing something onto the Bible for our own purposes. And the Pharisees were masters at this. They're looking at uh, how they could catch Jesus and his, his disciples in violating the law, totally ignorant 
and totally oblivious to who Jesus was, the Messiah standing right in front of them that the law prophesied and and predicted the one who the law prophesied and predicted is standing there right in front of them and yet they don't realize it i mean he's not bound by a temple or not a temple and this is why jesus says i tell you that something greater than the temple is here if you'd have known what these words had meant i desire mercy not sacrifice from hosea chapter 6 verse 6 you would not have condemned the innocent and here's the kicker for the son of man speaking of himself is lord of the sabbath well who's lord of the sabbath well god is so he's saying you have no idea who's in front of you your your approach to moses is wrong you're approaching moses and what moses wrote for your own intention for your own purposes so you can create your own ways and your own rules and your own regulations and you're wrong and the argument kind of stops there and so the lesson for us when we approach uh the bible we are to uh read it from what it's saying to us not from what we're saying to it and oftentimes we have a particular stance or posture on something and we want to go to the bible to prove our point and we often take it totally out of context or flip it on its head uh, to do that. Uh, when we do that, the right way is to say we go to the scripture to see what God has to say to us and not for God to defend our position or our action in something. When we do that, we can be exactly like the Pharisees because that is what they did. Haven't you read? It's not only being able to read it's being able to rightly understand what God is saying to us through the Bible. Maybe you're brand new to the Bible and you're watching this. Well, that's good. But the key is to keep reading it and see what God is saying to you. If you want a good tool in learning how to read the Bible, go to the YouVersion uh, Bible app, Y-O-U version. And uh, that's going to have all kinds of neat uh, neat things in that application. works on Android and uh and the apple platform as well and uh, that'll be a real a real encouragement real blessing to you so i hope that this has been a good explanation uh of this really really powerful question haven't you read and i look forward to being with you again for another episode of your questions god's questions until then god bless you